0: Hi guys, welcome back to What the Tech Am I Doing. Today we have episode 12. We've taken a break for a bit, but Sarah has kind of revitalized me and I was interviewed on her podcast, which is the Unemployment Podcast, last week, so that episode should be coming out. It's already out by the time you hear this, and it was only right for her to be my first guest back on... um, do this this nice hiatus. So thanks for coming on the show, Sarah.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. I'm glad I could spark that um that passion, I guess, back into you after your little break. <laughs> <laughs> Breaks are great though. <laughs> it is. I mean,
0: that's just goes to show. I feel like I say it all the time on this and what and real life. But the people around you shape what you do so much. So like you help me reconnect with that passion where you're passionate about something, and we have a good conversation. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm passionate about that. I need to, you know, it motivates me to get back into things. Versus, you know, if you don't have those people in your life, exactly. I love that. Thanks. Okay, so yeah, Sarah is has a crazy interesting story. I love her energy. So, like I said, the unemployment podcast. She it upon herself she is on top of it they have over 50 episodes right now so go check that out um if you haven't already it's a great she talks about a lot of different things and it's a great one to throw on it's very Sarah has a very soothing voice um and so you can just kind of listen to it and you feel like you're hanging out with a friend and then I love your story which is what I want to get into today on you we both went to RPI so we both Uh, graduated as engineers, but then you worked as an engineer for a bit and then you decided to pursue your passions um, outside of engineering, which I think a lot of people have, but are scared to kind of go out on that limb and take that risk. And so I'll let you go into more detail, but just high level. She was an engineer, then was like, I'm going to go into my passions, went into a startup um, and then COVID happened and you were found you know, without a job, and took that upon yourself to figure out like what you really wanted to do and kind of be your own boss. And I love that and love how you've saved stayed motivated throughout the thing. So that's something that I just want to get into today.
1: That sounds that all sounds great. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, so let's start with your journey from engineer to podcaster, you know?
1: Yeah, totally. So um, like Dally said, and thank you so much again for having me. It's so you know I love <laughs> podcasting, so I'm so about it. Um, basically I I didn't know what I wanted to do when I was 18. Like I knew that I could do math and I wanted like to be smart. I was like, I work hard, like I know I'm smart, like this label of being smart was important to me, and I have no stomach for like blood. So it's like, well, I'm not <laughs> gonna become a doctor. I was like, I don't feel like becoming a lawyer because we have like a bunch in the family. And I'm just like, this isn't for me. There's too many. Mm-hmm. Let me do something else and like become an engineer. Like, so good. And I talked about it also in my um, one of my recent podcast episodes. Just like when you tell somebody you like went to RPI or you, like have an engineering degree, you get this like respect from them immediately. Mm-hmm. And that's what I wanted. And that's why <laughs> I got it. So I was like, If I do this, I can do anything. And so, I battled my way through this degree. Like I did not even get good grades in my engineering classes. I had no interest for it, but I just was like, I didn't know what else to do. I like didn't trust myself. I was like, I just need something, so I'm just gonna keep doing it, even though like I knew I didn't love it. Mm -hmm. And I ended up like adding a major which I was more passionate about. So like switching my major a bunch. Like it was just all over the place. And then as soon as I graduated, I started just working, like I found a job within a few months and started working at this engineering company, like in just project management. And I just like, I never liked it, which was (laughs) fine. I didn't, I knew I didn't like it. I just knew it wasn't for me just because I felt like I was too creative and like too energetic and had all my own ideas. And that just wasn't aligned either with the company I was at or whatever, so after a few years, like two years, I started looking for new jobs. And I got this job at a startup, which I was like, it's going to be more fast paced and everything. And it was because of COVID. Like it was <laughs> not one week that I was there. Like no lie, I was there in our like WeWork office for four days. And then on Friday, we worked from home. And then I never went back. And then in three weeks after like one month from when yeah. I started was when it was, when I was laid off. So yeah. I was like, I wasn't even like mad or hurt or upset about anything like with that, because I was just like, I wanted a fresh start anyway. So mm-hmm. like I just need to kind of lean into this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't have any control over the fact that I was laid off or like, you know, coulda, shoulda, woulda, shoulda, I stayed at my company, done this, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I just need to put all that in the past. And like, then when May hit, I was like, I'm starting this podcast. And who knows what it's gonna be. But I just need to like start something.
0: Yeah. So now looking back, I feel like you're very well spoken in terms of that. Like, you're like, Oh, yeah, I was, you know, good experience you know you can look back and say oh I wish I did this but in the end it's good Mm -hmm. what was your thought process though when you did get laid off was it similar were you still hopeful you saw the light or you know take me through what that looked like in the beginning
1: yeah so in the beginning it was like I was had moved into my apartment let's say September I'd been in there for like six months. I had like this really fun house with a good friend of mine and then two other girls. And then um, my other best friend would like always stay at our house. And then I just started dating someone like right at the beginning. So we were like, okay, April, like March, April, May, we're going to be ready to go by June. Like it was like a I was like I'm literally just gonna chill at home with like my friends and my girlfriend for like three months and just like (laughs) not do anything and we were all not working and just like drink and like have it was like college (laughs) 2.0 we didn't have to go to school but obviously that wore off and Mm -hmm. that was like only you know those few months and then I was like oh my god no this is like this is like real And there was a lot of mornings of like anxiety just waking up because we're all like, I was in very much in fear of like Mm -hmm. the pandemic and COVID and everything. Yeah. And so I just like, after going so hard and like that one, like just drinking and just being in the house and watching movie marathons every day, like I had Mm -hmm. a break and then. I was like, this is, I need to do stuff. Like I'm a mm. doer, I'm a go-getter. <laughs> like I started working out. I start, and then I started the podcast. I was like, I just need to start kind of doing more of what I want to do. And like, not just sitting at home, drinking laying like, on the couch. Like that isn't, that isn't me anyways. So it was like fun for the one month, but then it was <laughs> like, all right, too much of a good thing. I like.
0: <laughs> That's fair. That's awesome. I mean, it sounds like you're able to get, getting a break and then you're like okay this isn't me let's let's get down in business which is good um so what do you have tips for podcasters or people with those passion projects and starting their own business in general because I feel like it can be kind of daunting if you've never done it before to just go off the limb and just you know go for
1: it yeah for sure so like this is a little reflection that I've had and I always like wanted to, I feel like so many people are like, Oh, I always wanted to do this. And I, when when I was working at my engineering job, I was like, (laughs) do my own thing. And let me tell you, like, I would have not, I'm not giving, I guess I'm not giving my past self enough credit, but I just feel like (laughs) I would have never had the courage to actually do it because it is just like so scary. And the thing is, it's like for the podcast, I, I'm a firm believer and just like we all have phones now and most of us have pretty good phones. And so mm-hmm. I was not trying to buy a, even a microphone. I was not trying to spend any money mm-hmm. because I was like, I need to be able to do this just with what I have right now and then build off that. And mm-hmm. so that would be my first thing. It's like, if you want to try to do something like that is like a podcast or like even social media or something that, that had, or like consulting, I don't know, something that's not having yeah. a, like a physical product, doing it without any buy, buying anything, like just to get started is mm-hmm. so valuable because it's like, you have nothing. At anchor. We both record on anchor. It's completely free. Like, just start doing it, and hopefully, you'll look back in a year and be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe that I posted <laughs> this." Because that shows that you've gotten better and you've grown. And like, you, it's just like you got to just start it and then mm-hmm. iterate and keep like keep going.
0: I couldn't agree more. I have had a lot of people come up to me now that they know I have a podcast and said how did you get started I've really been wanting to do one I've been thinking about it for a while and it's so funny after talking to you too I'm like I just use my headphones and my mm-hmm. cell phone you know it's very low quality or low cost budget there's there's not much that goes into the startup of it but you don't if you put the time and effort people don't realize that because all they see is oh, it sounds good, it looks good, you, you know, you, you can tell there's passion behind it. Um, So I like that too, where it's like, just just get going. You don't yeah. have anything to lose. See if you can
1: start it with the least risk, yeah. and then you only get the reward. Exactly, and, like, also with, with starting it, like, I was at home, I was, like, sick of just seeing my roommates every single day, and mm-hmm. I was like, I want like to talk to other people and so at mm-hmm. my old jobs i didn't like the day-to-day like i truly didn't like it i feel like everyone has certain like a part of their job that they don't like but then they're like if they like it and stay at it it's because of all the other parts that they do like mm-hmm. and i'm i can do mm-hmm. anything today and it actually doesn't really matter so that's good because I can take risks but bad because I can be paralyzed by fear and so I was like I want to do if I'm going to do a project I'm going to like maybe some days I don't feel like editing or sending an email but it's the days that I do a podcast recording with somebody else that I'm like Mm -hmm. this is what I want to do (laughs) so like it can be a passion but it's like ha- also has to be something that you know that you want to keep doing because i mean you've got to like kind of stick with it and keep going with it in order to you know grow it or you know what i mean make it more yeah. than just like a one and done project that oh that was fun i tried it and like now now I didn't meet this expectation or whatever excuse like that you your mind can come up with for to quit yeah. or to pause or to like just stop, you know.
0: Hmm. Couldn't yeah. agree more. So, how do you stay motivated? Because you mentioned making, you know, reminding yourself how passionate you are, and not allowing yourself to be paralyzed by the fear of starting. But especially when you don't have your own boss, you don't have someone you're reporting to. Your day is fully owned by you you which is awesome but how do you make sure that you're still motivated you're doing what you need to do in a day like what does that look like
1: yeah it's it's so funny because I really think part of it is like personality I hate having someone tell me what to do I don't know (laughs) who I was listening to on a podcast and they were like I had to become an entrepreneur because I want I don't like do well with authority and like bosses and just like (laughs) I really don't like I am a team player like sports team group project but I just really have this I've always had this like in elementary school it was like, has a problem with authority from the teacher she <laughs> tells us to turn to chapter two. And I've always got something to say about it. I was like, <laughs> chapter two is just the same thing as chapter one. Like, I don't want to read chapter two. Like, I just am very outspoken in that way. And so just that personality trait of like, want- every day wanting to make my own schedule, that's like the first part of it. But then the second part of it, um, at least for me is just having like a very adaptable and loose, but having some structure in every day with like whatever I'm creating. So for for example, when I was just doing the podcast, I I know that like it's good to have flexibility and sometimes like maybe you won't have a guest so you can't put out an episode, Mm -hmm. but I just, I, one of my favorite podcasts always comes out on Thursdays and especially with using technology and algorithms, I think it is important to stay like consistent. I feel like people talk about that. And so I was like, I'm just going to put out an episode every Thursday and whether I finish Mm -hmm. the episode Friday night and it's ready for next Thursday or Wednesday morning and it's ready for Thursday. (laughs) Like, I'm just going to start with that. And then I just like, as I continued on doing other like projects and businesses and things like that, I would just add in these, my own deadlines basically. Mm. And a lot of times I miss them now because I like keep adding to my plate. But mm-hmm. just going back to it and evaluating, oh, do I have time for this? Do I have energy for this? Is this good quality? And like, even if you're like, oh, this podcast episode like could have been 50 times better, but it's like great and it's good. Just put it out there, and you know, iterate the next time. And having mm-hmm. that schedule kind of nice. set up for yourself.
0: Yeah. So take us through. What, what is all on your plate right now? Like, take us through uh, a typical productive, day, <laughs> I should say.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I, um, my biggest form of structure right now is coaching. So I've been coaching lacrosse for like youth for the past four years. So we missed last year, but it's like, I'm kind of a big deal in the youth lacrosse world. No, kidding. You just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you just so, <laughs> so yeah, I, I have coaching three times a week. So on like a coaching day, I know that I have like three hours to get stuff done. Um, so it kind of, it does kind of help me. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. I know I'm under a time constraint, but basically like, in the mornings, I do, I'm very into meditation. So I do my meditation in the mornings. Um, I don't really get up super early or do anything like that because I'm like, I'm blessed that I don't have to <laughs> anymore. Like I need to, I need to embrace this. Um, and then I mentioned that I like started working out. And so this has been continuing from quarantine, but um, my friend and I, my, my me and my two friends at 9.30 every day workout for like a little less than an hour so before that I usually just meditate and kind of like chill and relax and like get ready Mm -hmm. and then after that it's either like I do um coaching three days a week and then like Monday is a podcast episode and Thursday is a podcast episode and then I'm starting doing YouTube so Wednesday is a YouTube (laughs) video and Sunday is a YouTube video so it's like Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Tuesday, right. Friday, Saturday, I like try to throw a day off in there because I get so tired. But other than all those little deadlines, it's like doing the podcast episode, doing all the graphics for it, recording for the YouTube video, brainstorming, coming up with ideas, sending emails. And mm-hmm. um, like, I I just always am thinking of ideas. It's crazy. It's like I have too many ideas. <laughs> and so I have to like Put a focus on doing what I'm already doing and then like writing down the idea and then maybe getting into it. And so I'm always like, I don't know, I'm just always thinking of different ideas to do. And I'm like, okay, can we actually do this or should I push this to like next week? So I like am after basically a year since last April or whatever, I'm like in this kind of flow of (laughs) doing stuff. And yeah, that's kind of the schedule.
0: (laughs) I love how you can clearly tell based on the schedule that you're just a creative person (laughs) (laughs) because it's it allows for the creativity um so there's a few things I want to touch on there one I'm not going to get super into the coaching but if anyone's listening I want them to listen to your podcast interview with me because I loved at the end your philosophy when it comes to coaching and developing the the players because I yeah. More coaches need to do that. So if anyone's listening, just go listen to her podcast for that one. <laughs> um and then for meditation, I wanted like share your meditation, share how you got into it. Cause I think when I was just beginning, meditation was this thing that everyone talks about and I really didn't get it. So if there's people listening that are in that same space, hearing, you know, you can talk about yours and then um, maybe I'll add some stuff about what yeah. I do, but I
1: think that'll be good. Yeah. So, okay. How I got into meditation. It's, it's so interesting, like looking back now. So I got into meditation in 2019. So only a few years ago, but like, remember how at the beginning I was just saying that I knew I didn't like engineering, but I stuck with mm-hmm. it. Cause like, I'm not a quitter and like, I, I just knew that I wanted, I don't know. I was like, so unhappy with my life when I graduated college even though I had the engineering job that I was supposed to have and I like lived in the apartment in Boston and I was just like supposed to be like okay you're you're off to a good start I was so like unhappy with myself that I literally got a life coach because I didn't know what else to do I was like I don't need therapy like for mental – I kind, I probably do. But, like, I, I, that wasn't my first instinct of, like, I need therapy for, like, my mental health. Like, I'm not – it was, like, I need help with my life, like, my whole life. <laughs> and so I hired this life coach, and I did this class with her. And she was, like, you need to start meditating. And I was, like, oh, no. Like, I don't want to. What? I don't get it. And so I just – I learned the value of meditation from her because – I was not used to listening to like what I thought was a good idea. I was so mm-hmm. used to listening to my coach, my professors, um, like my parents. And I just was in this like type A, like these are the grades you get kind of drive of what's every box I have to check for other people's like expectations of me or like life for me. And I was just so in it that I just ignored everything I was saying to myself besides like that one voice that was like, this is not your life. And so meditation, I got into it using headspace just because I felt like I needed guidance again. Like I'm not Mm -hmm. trusting myself. I'm not knowing my needs and what I want. And so it was just uh, like really hard to get started, but it just introduced me to the practice of the fact that, it's my own life and my own story and my, like my brain and self knows like what to do and what I actually want to do, which will make me feel fulfilled and just like be me Mm -hmm. and not be a collage of all these other versions of me that other people have made up, you know? So that was like so hard to just sit and Dead silence <laughs> and hear all those thoughts in my head from everyone else. And I had to learn my favorite analogy is like the thoughts are floating by like clouds in the sky. And then I was just sitting there and watching. Sometimes I would go outside and like after work and just stare at the sky, like <laughs> to be like, who are you? What are you going to do with the rest of your life? And like, hear things from within that I can't hear if there's all these other external mm-hmm. voices.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Were you, do you find yourself going back to that when you're structuring mm-hmm. what activities and things you do next and bring onto your plate? Are you constantly going back to like, okay, what, what's really for me, like my purpose? Do you find yourself doing that?
1: Yeah, I, I think so. Like I am... Yeah, I'm just so interested in, like, learning about myself as a person. I feel like that's, like, kind of the adult – the thing, like, <laughs> adults – I'm not a kid. Like, I've been graduated for a little bit. I'm not a student athlete anymore. I'm just, like, I can be anyone. And so it's – yeah, I guess it, it's helpful with that. And also, like, learning about um, – I it's not – it's like linked to meditation. It's probably more like mindfulness, but just mm. knowing that if I have a thought, it's not, it's only real if I decide it's real or if I want to cling to, like, I don't i don't want to cling to any thought in my mind, like for too much or too long or anything. And it's more just like understanding that we all have this like inner dialogue in our head. And its it's not, you know, we have to use it to help us and to help us keep evolving and not like let it bring us down or think we're not good enough or that we can't do this project or only 20 people listen to your podcast so it must be terrible like those are the stories in our head and it's like no which ones are we gonna listen to and not listen to
0: oh my gosh I couldn't agree with that more (laughs) I think when I started to have that mindset just everything starts to change like really realizing the power of your thoughts and your words that I mean that completely changes your mindset for
1: everything yeah exactly and like being a creative person that I like now I'm kind of like I'm out and proud as a creative person like (laughs) I I feel like more yeah I I am creative and All like people, all people are creative, honestly. Like that's how society has even been built. And something that somebody started, like the person that started, made into the Instagram app, it started as an idea in their head. And so that's just a person with an idea. And we're Mm -hmm. all just people with ideas. And so that's the place where it starts. And then it's like, okay, a thought becomes idea. And then if we like start putting the pieces together will bring it into reality and then yeah you know it's like that's just how our like the world kind of works and so I just like to think of it like that because every I just like I just love starting things and making things and coming up with ideas for not letting them you know bring us into bring us not down but like Rule us in a way we don't want to be ruled, I guess.
0: Yeah, no, completely. And that, like, the thoughts, what you're saying, what you're communicating to yourself, what you're saying out loud, but even, and this goes back to what we were saying in the beginning, like, the people you surround yourself with, and I didn't realize, I was similar to you where I didn't need, uh, I mean, everyone I'm sure... Could use a therapist on their mental health mm-hmm. I never felt I never felt like I needed that I knew people who had gone and they're like oh it's so helpful and I was like I don't know yeah I'm fine but I think like my purpose and my life and you know my outlook and all these other things which to me fell under a development category and I think that's why I become so passionate about certain things mm-hmm. um like the podcast but yeah I um I found myself not realizing how much people affected me or the different energies and how it can bring you up or bring you down. And um, I make it a, such a point now where, you know, always talking positive myself to the to the point where if, I, if I'm having a crazy week at work and someone's like, how's your week going? For a second, it'll flash into my head and be like, not that great. And then I'm like, no, no, Mm -hmm. I'm like, actually pretty good. Like, how's yours? And and it's not that I'm lying or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, even if it's busy, I'll sit there and be like, you know what? Actually, it was pretty good. I got a lot of things done versus I noticed if, and I have coworkers like this, you'll, every time you ask them how their day was at work, they'll be like, they'll tell you about a problem that happened. Yeah. And, And they'll, that, I was reading something recently or listening to something and it was how humans naturally have a um, negative bias. And Mm -hmm. so our minds, the more you focus on negative things, the more that's what your mind focuses on. So I, you know, those types of people, when someone asks you how your day was and you immediately go to the bad thing that happened that day, that's totally fine. If you have a bad day and you're about it. Sometimes you need that, but a hundred percent, right? Like it's not, we, we say it work, like sometimes you need to go below the belt to get above the belt. Like yeah, give yourself five, 10 minutes, vent it out and then be like, okay, that happened. Now we're good. We're moving on. Yeah. But, um, I feel like there's some, some people that I'll find that every day it's like this bad thing happened, this thing. And it's like, then the focus on your day, I think becomes more negative when you have that, that mindset your days on your mind's almost saying, okay, what is it today that I'm going to that's going to go wrong um, instead of yeah. focusing on what's going to go right. So that's one of the biggest things I've found that's helped recently, and I think can help a lot of people. Um, yeah, if they start to try and shift that.
1: Totally. Were we taught, we were talking about Tony Robbins, right. In our episode yes. of mine. Love him. Okay. I was like, <laughs> thinking of a quote and while when you were explaining that and I just looked it up. Energy flows, flows, where attention goes. Oh, and okay. I guess Tony Robbins said that. So energy flows where attention goes. And so it's like, for me, I'm like, I've, I've been told that I do have like, more of an energetic kind of like, aura, but I do have more of an energetic personality maybe. And so like, of course, that's when I'm interacting with other people. And like, I've been learning to do it just when I'm like sitting by myself, because I do like to work also with the entrepreneur thing. This is like kind of random, but I do Mm. really like to work just by myself and focus. I love to focus. And I felt like at my old jobs, I could never focus. I was always being interrupted or distracted or stressed about emails. Like I just love to like get into the zone and really focus. And so I'm like, if I'm just working by myself one day and having a bad day or like, like you said, it's just like, well, I can give myself that day or like even that week. Like, and I feel like that's what I did in quarantine. And then I'm like, okay, at the end of the day, we're all energy. We know like everything is energy. And so like, if I continue to put all this energy into everything like that, I don't like, or how I got screwed. And now I don't have a career Mm -hmm. or it's just, that's where all my attention's going. Even this has even happened to me with like people I've dated or been interested in. I'm like, always like thinking about them or like should I text them or like and it's all my attention is going other other places and in unless you go and you like practice meditation which then you know to observe your thoughts and then you know when to intervene so I'm like intervening in my own thoughts and I'm like yes I went out with this person a few times but like you're not you're literally doing something else right now like let's do you want to keep thinking about them? Okay, fine. Take five, <laughs> take five minutes, but then I need to like redirect my attention to what yeah. I'm actually doing because otherwise we're going to spend all of our time and energy and attention stuff and then be pissed in 20 years when you're like, how come you built it yourself <laughs> on social media? And it's like, well, while you were thinking about how pissed you were that they got your coffee order wrong, I accepted the fact that this coffee is different than what I ordered. And I continued on with my day and put my attention to where I actually want to go. Like you are in control of where your attention and energy is going. Don't try to blame other people like that at the end of the day. That's all you.
0: So, so true. Could not agree more. And even if I catch myself doing I love what you said where if you catch yourself and you're like are you really going to do this and in that moment say you need to just like you can't step away from it sit in it like I've been at a gathering before with friends and something someone said for some reason got to me and I'm like trying to move past it and I just couldn't and so I was like you know what I like yeah. removed myself went into the bathroom or some quiet room and just like meditated for a yeah. five literally and I was like okay like no they didn't mean it that way this is you know they're they're a positive person like they you know and just worked through it Mm -hmm. and then went back didn't think about it again had a great rest of the time and it's it was one of those things where if I didn't take that moment to like reflect on it or just Mm -hmm. let your mind think about it I would have maybe it would have kept coming up so I love what you said where it's like no we're not perfect we not all the time we can just be like, no, I don't want to think about it. And now I shall not think about yeah. it. <laughs> and it will be so like, yeah, you're human. You might just need to take a few minutes and work through it. And and, and I think what's important there is giving people the benefit of the doubt. So yeah. many times we want to put ourselves, we give ourselves all the benefit of the doubt and assume the worst in people. So just take a minute and try and find their point like try and find the benefit of the doubt like empathy is one of I think it's my biggest pet peeve when someone Mm. can't be empathetic towards others Um, but like if you can do that oh my gosh I guarantee you'll just be happier because you'll just assume no matter what anyone does you're like you know what I bet I bet they didn't mean it like I bet they had a hard
1: day you know exactly that makes me think of two things it's um okay so the first is that when I was, like, probably in seventh grade, I remember I was sitting on my little porch with my friend, and you. I feel like se- sixth and seventh – I coach fifth and sixth, and I'm – Like, the sixth graders, you can tell that they're the sixth graders, you know? I feel like that middle school age – I mean, maybe it's just with girls, and you're kind of getting to that age where you're like, she's cute, so much prettier than me, and blah, 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 runs faster than me, and this girl has a boyfriend, and, like, you kind of start to, like – god not like gossip but you're like navigating that like preteen, a little hormonal a little like afraid of like the bullies or like the mean girls or like whatever it is and I remember sitting there with my friend and my friend was like so and so is like got a boy let's just say it was like got a boyfriend or like they're like perfect and I don't think I said it out loud but I remember just having this knowing I was like everybody has like something like not that everyone's like messed up or broken, but I'm like, everyone just is going through their own shit mm-hmm. every single day, no matter who looks like who, or now it's who, who's popular on social media or whoever you're talking to. I just like, remember thinking about that. And I was like, yeah, they're like, they have this boyfriend and I was like, but they, they still struggle with stuff. Like, I just remember yeah. realizing <laughs> that. And it was like, I was always just so interested in the way like people like re- interact with each other like that that type of vibe you know
0: Mm -hmm. that's crazy that you were
1: that aware
0: at that I don't
1: to have that thought yeah realize later that you're like wow that was very mature (laughs) of me I know I'm like who was I in seventh grade but like no but it's also too because how to kind of like Emote, like you're saying empathy emotional intelligence like all that stuff isn't like in school it's from our parents and like from trial and error and I'm like so mm-hmm. invested in this book called um how to do the work and it's just basically like how to like understand yourself as an adult and like all the ways that you like never maybe never learned as a child and the woman that wrote it is a psychologist. And she said that any, like, like you were saying that trigger at that event with um, your friend, any like trigger, any trigger mentally is like a trigger from your body to be like, listen to me. Like you're having a reaction <laughs> and the reaction she said, like scientifically only lasts for 90 seconds in mm-hmm. your body. And it, what happens is the mind like starts to create this loop and this story and loops you like you're saying like oh this person was such a bitch to me and they start you start to go in this loop of story which makes it last for 10 minutes for two days for the next five years because of one thing and it's because your mind is taking control and looping you into this like she calls it like a trauma cycle and it's not trauma and that it's the way I feel like we usually think of trauma, but Mm -hmm. just, like, something that's triggering. And so that's why it's so, like, important. Like you said, you had the realization that you're like, I need to go, like, calm myself down. And not even calm myself down, but... And, like, it's almost like you let those 90 seconds, like, pan out in a safe spot, and then you were able to regulate yourself. And it's just so interesting. I love stuff like that. So that's a really... That's, like, a really interesting story that, that like, experience that you have had with that. That's
0: cool. I didn't know. I mean, it makes sense. 90 seconds and then we carry it yeah. on. But it's so true. All you're doing is reflecting on what happened. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of build a story on top of it if you let yourself. That's yeah. interesting. I love those types of things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Also... You mentioned life coaching, so I'm going to throw a shameless yes. plug in for aimforcoaching.com. A-I-M for coaching.com. Um, my mom has a life coaching business, and she is she's the one I was telling you about on your podcast. Yeah. And so sometimes you need someone to guide you through, be your life coach, and just a few sessions get to where you want to go. Um, so totally. Totally.
1: Totally recommend. I literally like have, I had that, I had that life coach for like whatever. And I like, it was such an important part of my life that I was like so kind of wary to even do. Mm
0: -hmm. And a good one will, which is what you are at now, where it's like they get you on the track and then they're like, no, you don't need to listen to me. You listen to yourself. And yeah, you just need a couple and then you you can reflect on your own stuff and be your own little life coach. Exactly. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Um, Okay. So in the interest of time, I want to talk about astrology (laughs) just because it fascinates me. And you, I, one of your podcasts, I was listening to the, let it go. And you had mentioned how like in a full moon, it represents, um, something versus a new moon and letting go versus you know setting goals and different things like that and Mm -hmm. feel free to not repeat stuff if it's in your podcast we can always go reference it Um, yeah but I just wanted to talk a little bit about how you can let those things kind of reset you or give you motivation or even even if people don't necessarily believe in it a yeah. new moon – I love that a new moon and a full moon happen, you know, repeatably. It's always going to yeah. happen. So it's even a good check on the calendar to set yours – be like, okay, on new moons I do this, on full moons. And then mm-hmm. manifesting and visualizing and even manifesting – visual like, placebo is the strongest drug out there. Oh, my gosh. So if you believe it, really? you know. So just – just share some tidbits just because yeah <laughs> out of my own interest this is the benefit of running the podcast you oh just my god I feel you, you. <laughs> I totally feel it.
1: okay so I'm gonna say like a little it, it's kind of has to do with astrology but it's kind of like just one other way to think of it before like our astrology haters are like end podcast now <laughs> yeah <laughs> so basically especially for any um people that experience cycles or women we are cyclical we are cyclical period (laughs) we plant a seed it it grows in the spring it's spring right now it falls apart in the winter and it goes back into the earth like that is Mm -hmm. the way the world works like this is kind of like thinking oh the earth's flat like no we're not linear we're cyclical Mm -hmm. women have their own cycle every single month and it's a cycle. And so that that literal scientific fact was like, I love this. I want to, like, take this to the next level. And so I've always loved astrology. So I just like the fact that it's not – I'm not on a semester anymore. I'm not on, like, okay, fall semester, these are my goals. Spring semester, these are my goals. You can kind of get lost in, like, oh, my God, it's been three years or five mm-hmm. years since I like, trying to – climb some ladder or just go in one direction and that's not how the world works like it's it's all a circle it's all more than a line so maybe it's a different shape but does that make <laughs> that make sense right yeah and so totally. that's that's why I love the new like kind of subscribing to the new moons and the full moons because it's another cycle that basically We don't, as, like, a society, at least, like, from what I've grown up with and the society I've been in, like, I feel like we haven't subscribed to that that much. So I'm just, like, so love goal-setting and love kind of seeing how everything grows. So that's why I got into it. Um, But the new moon is all about, like, planting. Like, the new moon means that there's no light in the sky. And so that's like what astrologers say is a good time to like start planning those planting those goals and seeds and it's like if anyone makes new year's resolutions it's so fun like when you're making them but then Mm -hmm. it's may like have we checked in on our new year's (laughs) resolutions (laughs) question mark and so it's like being able to kind of do this check-in every single month is more helpful to actually like progressing towards the goals and things like Mm -hmm. that and so like I was mentioning too I love to start new projects and like plant seeds but then I'm just like oh I'm in this garden of a bunch of dead planted seeds because I didn't water them Mm -hmm. I didn't clean I didn't clean up anything there's like a leaky gas can like I didn't tend to this garden I just decided I want a Tesla, I want to move, I want a private (laughs) jet, and I want my podcast to hit a million listens by tomorrow. And then, done, Chuck, (laughs) off off I go. Like, no, it's, it's like, then it starts, that's the fun part for me. And then I'm like, okay, now I need to start doing the work every day and like, not digging up all the seeds, but like watering them and planting them. And as you're going from the new moon to like the full moon, the light is coming out and you're like, oh "Oh my gosh, I didn't realize there was this big hairy like crow sitting in my garden (laughs) squawking at me. And like, I need to get rid of that. Like, and that's the hard. that's the hardest part for everyone, I think. But especially for me, it's like, oh, my God, like, but this is the only roommate I've ever had. Like, I can't get a new one or, like, tell them I'm Mm -hmm. upset with them because it's too scary. And it's like, so what's scarier, like, not cleaning out what you need to clean out and just living in this every single month, living with these same – problems that you're like why won't they go away yeah. or like actually facing your fears and like i joined this this coven okay this is so funny but mm-hmm. i i'm so into astrology now that i joined this little coven online it's like it doesn't i don't know how that sounds to like other people but to me it just sounds fun and mm-hmm. we do like these new moon i've only done one but we do like a new moon and full moon ceremony and the woman that leads it is like a real astrologer and she's like so cool and so she like helps kind of guide things but yeah that's kind of that's kind of the new moon full moon um like not super short but that's kind of what what it is (laughs) wait so you said
0: so you said new moon is planting it's Mm -hmm. about like fresh starts but then full moon is about cleansing and cleaning before starting
1: over again yeah and just like really like releasing things that yeah releasing things that like aren't serving you anymore because something it's not like like I planted the seed to go to college and become an engineer well Mm -hmm. that happened so it's like After five years, I needed to be like, okay, yes, I have this, but I need to kind of release and clear and reset this energy that I once was putting into getting this degree and now clearing what I don't like, keeping what I like and like reevaluating going through the next step. Like I feel like manifestation is such a buzzword now, but like Mm -hmm. there's only like not that there's only so much room but when your energy and attention is going to things that are like triggering or not mm-hmm. serving you you need to you need to like eliminate those and clear those out and just like make room for everything to that you want to come to fruition to mm-hmm. give it that space and energy and time to come to fruition so true
0: yeah that's fair cuz it is and if you're um Ed Milet, I used to listen to his podcast all the time. Mm-hmm. And he was saying he has a thing where he's, you know, the more you reference your goals, the more you reflect on your day, mm-hmm. the more efficient, the more you likely you are to reach the goals. And I like what you said. Like everyone goes and sets New Year's resolutions and then come the end of the year, sometimes they did them, sometimes they didn't. But if you're yeah. checking in with yourself on a monthly basis and mm-hmm. and giving I feel like as humans, we like fresh starts. Yeah. And and that's how it always is. It's like, um, people will be like, oh, I'll start that diet on Monday because we like mm. a fresh start.
1: We don't want to yeah. say,
0: I ate something that made me feel not great. Maybe it wasn't great for my health. I'll just eat healthy the rest of the day. Like so many people are like, we'll start that on Monday, after the weekend, after this, whatever it is. Like as humans, we love fresh starts. And yeah. so allowing yourself to have those fresh starts more frequently and cleanse and clear out and release more frequently is, is only going to serve us well. Like all even, um, and this was from one of his podcasts. Yeah, He was saying he splits up the day into three days Mm -hmm. and I don't, I don't always say this to myself, but, um, he he'll say like a day is from six to 12 PM, 6 AM to 12 PM is a day. And then mm-hmm. 12 to 6 p.m. is another day. And then 6 to whenever you go to bed is another day. Yeah. Like, so he'll say, you have three days in a day. And if you yeah. treat them like that, then, like, you're going to be so far ahead of everyone else because you did three days when they only did one. And I really I really liked it. And then some days I'm like, this day was full pack. Like, I didn't need the motivation. Like, right. I did everything I needed. But some days I don't wake up until, like, I slept in and maybe yeah. I needed that. And you wake up and some days you're like, oh, this day's just, it's over already. its I woke up at noon and, and you know, I'll just lay around and waste the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Or it was a tough day at work and I get off and it's six and I'm like, okay, it's just time to eat dinner and go to bed or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And um, reminding and being like, no, that was just one day. Like we're starting like a new day. We're starting a new day. We're going to get up or like okay works done that was a, that was a different day like this is a new day what are we going to do to make this day worthwhile and i really like yeah. that it even gives you multiple opportunities through the day to
1: reset if you if you need it on that day you know yeah really 100% and it's like i i like all these other ways of looking at things like like one day is three days or like, goal setting every month instead of every year. Like, I like kind of the, like I said about how I didn't like being told what to do or having a boss. Like, (laughs) I like the way I like it. And at the end of the day, it's like, you can decide. He decided that there were three days in a day and now he's telling other people to maybe inspire them. And it's like, everyone has that. Like, I have no interest in just leading this kind of, like, la-di-da like life at all like no interest (laughs) in it and so it's like I need to give myself attitude adjustments and be like um okay like stop saying you're gonna do this and then not doing it because guess what you're gonna wake up tomorrow and it's gonna be the same shit smacking you in the face but (laughs) it's just like if you if you want to just chill and just kind of like do your thing every day and like that's so good but for me I'm like I'm not doing this every day. Like I have more goals and ambitions and like, I want to like live this freaking life to the fullest, like, but not just Saturday and Sunday or not just 5pm to Mm -hmm. like, I just have this drive in me and I just can't shut it up. And so (laughs) (laughs) use it to your advantage. Yeah. (laughs) And
0: it works because you're energy is so radiating like that's the thing positive energy like that high energy spreads and so one it's good to live your life but then two you're helping other people like that's what I hope they get out of the listeners yeah. get out of this podcast as they listen now they're like oh my gosh okay I need to you know read what am I doing what am I what's my purpose like let me write a list let me implement these things because it's nice and dandy to like listen And Mm -hmm. then what are you going to do about it? Like, hopefully you, not only it motivates you in one day and inspires you, but then tomorrow you, you still remember that you wrote some stuff down and now you're acting on it,
1: which that's the ultimate. Yeah. 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 Like there's, there's so many people on social media, not, not so many, but like, there's a few people that I just really love their energy. And like, there's this woman, Melissa Wood Health, and I love her energy and I like pretty much go on to Instagram and, like, watch her story pretty much every day because she is, like, my, like, I love, love, love her energy. Mm-hmm. I love her little, we, we've talked about it in our in our episode, but, like, never give up on yourself or I used to work at this job and I didn't want to get up for work and now I'm here today, like, with my super successful, by literally anyone's definitions, like, online Pilates company that she, ba-. it's kind of like that <laughs> but she's also an influencer and it's, like, I love like I feel her energy I see her through my freaking phone somehow she's also a Sagittarius which is an astrology thing which is what I am and I'm like (laughs) I'm like the days that I feel silly about like putting out a podcast I'm like what what do I even need to tell anyone like just stop Mm. just shut up like just stop like I say that I think and I'm like and to get myself like feeling more like myself I'll like watch her story and then I'll be like this person is inspiring you they don't even know who you are and it's like I could who's to say I couldn't or you couldn't be that person with your podcast or yeah. your message or your energy like you know what I mean it I don't know that yeah. that always gets me because I'm just like who cares like that I have all this stuff that I want to talk about or like yeah. this energy it's like oh you're annoying like no I I really like if someone thinks, I, I feel like I was always afraid of being annoying as a kid. And so I'm like, whatever, 10 people can think I'm annoying, they can just go find someone else to listen to. And like. however many people that are more energized or excited or inspired, like, mm-hmm. that's the people I'd rather talk to anyways, you know what I mean?
0: Yes, so true. And, and I heard this thing on um, so it's when it comes to social media, right? We're so acclimated to looking for views and look at how many people watch this, and yeah. it's so not easy. Like to a certain extent, it's it's you can rack up a few hundred followers, right? Like past that, mm-hmm. you got to put in some effort. But so you're used to a few hundred people just stumbling past something and seeing it, and then you go to do a podcast, for example, and. You know, you were saying earlier, like, what if only twenty people listen to this one? What if only fifty people Mm -hmm. listen? And sometimes we look at that and we're like, oh, that's that's it. Was it not a good podcast or whatever? Could you imagine if weekly twenty people showed up to your house and listened to you talk for an hour? Right, right. You'd be shocked. You'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm yes, like people are coming and. They're lining up on my porch. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like you think about it in that way where it's like, you know, it's good to try and reach more people. But at the same time, like even 10, five people coming to listen to you on a weekly basis, taking time out of their day, you're touching people's lives. You know, it doesn't matter how big or small. And then they share what they saw or heard to someone else. And then, you know, it's this cool ripple effect, which I love but exactly I love that too and I it's
1: so easy to forget and I like I love thinking about especially the podcasts like that too because like you know I don't need to be on TED talks or this auditorium like I have my own little phone auditorium (laughs) and like it's there's so many people that are there and it's just like it's not zero like it's not the number isn't zero you know like Mm -hmm if it was zero then maybe like oh maybe like public isn't your best thing or maybe (laughs) you know what I mean then you could like assess but if there's like if people are listening to you and just like you're connecting with people like that's so undervalued sometimes especially with like projects that are just getting started or you still like are like is this should I keep going with this should I put my yeah else like Things like that.
0: Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Okay. So I have one final question for you.
1: Okay. Um,
0: so what would be some advice for someone right now trying to grow and develop themselves or, you know, something you wish someone had told you two to three years ago? Um, like to end all of them with,
1: with that. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, my advice is to, I'm trying to think of how to word this, like, that makes sense. Um, and this also is something that I would have told myself or would wish I would have told myself like a few years ago is to really take the time, especially if you're like, Honestly, any age, but I just feel like especially if you're in your 20s, to consciously feed yourself. Like, the things that you enjoy, the people you enjoy, the places you enjoy. Like, feed yourself first so much because it's just, like, you can always do something your parents want you to do. Be with a significant other because... You just like them and you want the company, but it's like this job, be be with this job and work for these, work with these people that like, maybe you like, maybe you don't like, maybe you, but at the end of the day, you're with yourself for your whole life. And so just paying attention to like giving yourself everything you would give to a job, to your family, to your friends, to your significant other. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, I should do this for someone else. And it's like, yes, you definitely should. But like me first, like just be selfish for your 20s to just really be your authentic self. And then like you can just kind of the opportunities and the possibilities are just endless because you're filling yourself up as like this whole person of a great human.
0: (laughs) I love that. I needed even to hear that. I, I really like that. I mean, so often we'll be like, oh, I wouldn't do that for myself. And then someone asks you, like, of course. <laughs> you wouldn't even, yeah. you know, like be. Exactly. Be... And you were saying it earlier, too, with your, you know, why am I doing these things? Is it for me? Like, making sure you're listening to your own voice and your own motivations. Um, I love that. Well, little, little self-care. <laughs> you need it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So let them know where can they find you? I know we mentioned the unemployment podcast. Um, If they search unemployment
1: or what would they search on YouTube? Is it the same? Um, Yeah. So Instagram, well, the podcast, yeah. The unemployment podcast, if you search it on Google, like it'll come up and everything and it's on all the regular podcast platforms. And then the Instagram is good, especially for finding certain episodes. So like, dally's episode will be there there's like a big picture of her you'll see it and you'll Mm -hmm. see the episode so you can find it easily um and then youtube is kind of like my new experiment it's um not a hundred not really about the podcast i do like little sit down videos that are different than the podcast and then like just little vlogs and um that is sarah bishbay it's my little online kind of name that I've made up slash my roommate helped me make it up but Sarah is S-A-R-A and then Bish Bay is B-I-S-H-B-A-E like fish but Bish Bay. so yeah that's <laughs> kind of where I am on the internet <laughs> I love
0: that I like the little Sarah Bishbay
1: yeah
0: <laughs> that's cute nice thank thank you for having me (laughs) dolly you're thanks for coming on this is an a great collab a great re-entry into the podcast so hopefully everyone enjoyed the episode and is happy that we're back and make sure to subscribe and follow and like um on all the major I think we're gonna be Definitely more targeted to Spotify or the podcast of Spotify, Apple, Google, whatever. Um, less on YouTube because Sarah's made me realize that if you just record it voice, it's so much easier. The energy. Um, oh, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hope everyone enjoyed and thanks for tuning in to another episode of What the Tech Am I Doing?